I didn't know how to advocate. I didn't know what to do or how to do it. From, I'm scared, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. Do it, mm -hmm. get hit, don't quit, do it. Because every time I want to quit, guess what God did? What? Send me another fat. This is a precursor of why I retired. The job, the entrepreneurship, all that stuff wasn't important. This was the time for me to come out and be that voice. Hey. You got to believe and where your help comes from ain't none of your business. Wow. <laughs> the answers are going to come. If you don't quit, answers have to come. Mm. Why is it important for us to, to start speaking up and speaking out? Because first of all, What's good, Elevation Nation, and welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we empower emerging leaders who are going after their it, their inner tugging, their passion, the things that God has called them to do through personal development. I'm your host, Christian Johnson. Now let's go, all right? Now listen, look, today I want to talk to those of us who feel like our voice matters, right? You can put that in the comment section. As a matter of fact, my voice matters. I mean, you know, you're calling your gift, what God has given to you, like, you know, it's time to speak up about those things so that there's change in the earth realm. I'm talking about, you feel like if I got some clarity and some confidence to speak to the mountains, they actually will move with, with the things that I'm saying that God wants to do here in the earth realm. And so you also are at a place where uh, you know that that speaking up isn't necessarily easy, but you're it, you're inner tough won't allow you to stay quiet much longer. You know what I'm saying? Like those things, they excite you, yet they terrify you. Uh, you don't necessarily want the attention, um, but you need to speak up. You, you don't want the backlash, maybe. So you don't want the criticism. You don't want the social media, family or friends criticisms or things, or even what the community may think about, whatever the case, all those things. You've been processing and dealing with those things. But you know you have to speak up because on the other side, like God is glorified through what it is that you are seeing. So you need to go for it. If that's you, say that's me in the comment section. And I got good news for you. Well, what's that news you ask? Listen, the good news is we're going to talk about about it today. I want to have a conversation around the topic, talking through the tough stuff. I'm talking about those approaches for handling challenging conversations with family work in your community for kingdom advancement and the reason that we need to go forth in those particular areas. And I have the perfect guest who is going to help us talk about it. So many things I can say about this individual, but just to name a few, he is a retired entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, a community activist, and a mentor to many. A fun fact, he's my first boss who has hired <laughs> and fired me a few times. This man is a giant in the community, not only has a great message and a speaking voice, but I want to be real with y'all. I mean, the brother also can sing. I mean, he sounds just like the late, great Lou Ross. I want Elevation Nation to help me welcome to the Elevate, the Elevate It podcast, Mr. Alfonso Nusan, affectionately known as Fonz in our community. Please welcome him here. Mr. Fonz, 
How you doing, sir? Man, not too bad, man. After that introduction, I think <laughs> I'm ready to put my jacket on and go home. Hey, man, that is fantastic, man. It's fantastic to uh, hear hear your spirit and your heart as you introduce me because a lot of times people don't know how they affect other people, man, but I, I sense the love from you right there, and that's some good stuff, man. So, so I'm honored to be on your podcast, man. Let's rock and roll with this thing. Absolutely, and I thank you. I mean, publicly, you just even say, like, um, you know, you guys, we try to be transparent in that, but uh, Mr. Fines came into my life as a teenager, very, very young, didn't have a father figure at that time, you know, and, and I remember you know, going through a lot of the adolescence phases and stages. And so even just to speak to that, maybe you're at a point in place and you're emerging leadership and you felt like I maybe didn't have the natural father figure particular situation. If you look around, God has placed in you and around you what you need. And you guys have gotten different glimpses of what that means. And by all means, uh, Mr. Fonz, Fonz is definitely a part of who you see today because I've learned a lot. And so thank you publicly for what you've poured into myself and many others who came through the footstop barrel, right? All right? Thank you, sir. Absolutely. So I do want to get into it. I want to allow um, Elevation Nation to learn a little bit more about you mm -hmm. before we go into this 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 particular topic. So when I say inner tugging, as uh, far as your passion, your compelling, what would you say like your personal inner tugging is at the moment? My inner tugging right now is to serve the community and try and have an impact on on people that I come in contact with and people that I don't come in contact with. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't always had an inner tugging. Uh, if we was to look on the outside, I would, I would, I would imagine people may perceive me to my inner tugging to be being an entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, that's not it. Although that's something that I desire to do. I, I, I followed a book by a gentleman named Les Brown, who is a motivational speaker. Mm -hmm. And one of his suggestions were to write out some of your goals and dreams. And of course, post it where you can see it. But I happened to do that and I lost the list and, uh, and it, and it, I put it inside of a drawer. Okay. Right. The furniture was sold. 10 years later, a gentleman from my church had that dresser and he said, Fonz, I just pulled the drawers out of this dresser and here's a list of things that you wanted to do 10 years prior. And on that list, there nine things had been accomplished. Wow. And one thing wasn't. And the only thing that wasn't accomplished was to have an indoor swimming pool. <laughs> now, I don't know. I don't know if I'm deviating from the question. No, you could. But, 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 but. Being an entrepreneur is something that I was already good at. Okay. So it didn't take a tugging because when I think of the word tugging, I'm thinking about something like you said, that's not easy. Yes, sir. Something that you've never done before. Something that takes you out of your comfort zone. zone. See, so the selling, well, because I used to be a drug addict, so selling was my, my top thing. I wow. could sell anything. I used to sell my own stuff. I was good. I was good. I was a salesman. Yes, sir. But... It wasn't until I went through the entrepreneurial stage at Footstop Fonzie's, this net shop, mm -hmm. and I came out of there and a cause was created that, that set my foot on a path that I never imagined would happen. Mm -hmm. And that's the day that there was racial unrest in the school district mm -hmm. and the use of the N word was, was forecasted on phones and all that kind of stuff. And and we, you know, the whole city was in an uproar. Everybody, the, the cameras, TV stations, the whole neighborhood was at the school district that one week that it, that it happened. And I was there as well. 
And then the next two weeks, because they had school board meetings every two weeks. When I went two weeks later, there was nobody there. Nobody of color was represented there. This is a precursor of why I retired February the 13th in the year 2013. Uh, I made up in my mind at that point in time that the job, the entrepreneurship, all that stuff wasn't important. This was the time for me to come out and be that voice, wow. to sit in those seats, to do what I have to do to let them know that I care. Mm -hmm. And everything evolved from that, man. And it was, it was quite a journey. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, I had never done this before. I never stood for anything or anybody. Wow. Never, never ran, hid, joked, nothing. I I didn't advocate for anything but my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to advocate. I didn't know what to do or how to do it. But I knew I had three minutes every two weeks to go to a microphone and tell all those powers that be that was sitting up high, looking low, mm -hmm. school board members, how I felt about what's being happening, that's happening into our school district. I did that. I had no facts. All I had was feelings. Wow. The people, school board members, they scoffed at me and said, come back when you got some facts. So you got facts. It made me feel real small, mm. but it set me on the trajectory that that almost made my journey legendary in the city yes, because I started looking and going for facts. Wow. And I'm going to tell you how God does what he does. Two or three years it took for me to make sure that the whole school board was flipped and the school and the superintendent was gone. And during that time, by me standing up, advocating, not always doing everything right, because Lord knows there's some things I did wrong. He's, the Lord started adding information and facts, little by little by little. Mm. And, and, and every two weeks, I would go there with some facts, mm. some little facts, mm. more facts. And then one day, a teacher decided to trust me with some facts. Mm -hmm. At that time, of course, if any teacher was outed, their name was exposed to this, they would get fired. Mm -hmm. I took those facts. I never exposed them. And I took all the arrows that came with me coming coming to the school board with facts. Yeah. And once they realized that they weren't being outed, all the teachers, all the information, all the stuff that was going on behind closed doors start coming to light. Wow. Bam. Bam, bam. And now that, that gave birth to live from the stair steps. Wow. You know what I mean? Viewership was like this. Uh, not only was it that, I'm coming up with more facts. I'm learning how to research my dog on self. Yes, sir. Safe school reports, all those other uh, 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 chapter 85 where where if, you go, if you're in a, a failing school, uh, you are allowed to go to a school that's not failing and they have to pay for all this. It's actually chapter 12, I believe it is. Mm -hmm. But anyway, all these things that they never shared with us that I share with them because I'm learning. And then those facts started coming to me. I'm going to tell you how the Lord works. Information about what I was doing, because now I'm still fighting this fight. No, nah, I'm not fighting this fight by myself. There was a gentleman he passed away. Oh, the guy. I'll think of his name while I'm talking. Mm -hmm. He was a fighter, too. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, you got to forgive me. No, we good. But anyway, the word got out across Pennsylvania mm -hmm. 
the school, the school, the school uh, superintendent had already failed one district, created a, 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 a storm, and they had all kinds of marches. They had all kinds of board meetings about this young lady. Then they started sending me videos. Wow. They was letting me know you're not crazy. What you're feeling and experiencing here with your students and everybody else is what we went through. Mm -hmm. Bam. So now we got, I got Pennsylvania mm -hmm. sending me information, still fighting the fight alone, still fighting the fight. Because, you know, it was like, I was an angry black man, basically. Wow. You know what I mean? But I had some facts. Mm -hmm. And every time I wanted to quit, which there were some times when I quit because I took some hits. I mean, I said something. <laughs> I said something over on, on, on live in the stair steps. They've been listening all this time to all my broadcasts, and they took that piece. And even though I said I'm only kidding, I said I'm only kidding. Right after I said that, they didn't want they didn't want that part, so they took that part. Wow. They blew it up, put it in the newspapers, and they banned me from all the school districts. Wow. But uh, wow. So that was one hit. Yeah. So I couldn't, I no longer could, uh, could come on a school district, but I didn't stop fighting. I still kept broadcasting and things of that nature. So, so, so though that was the inner tugging, Yeah. the inner tugging. And then that, that springboarded me from, okay, from I'm scared. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Mm -hmm. Get hit. Don't quit. Do it. Cause every time I want to quit, guess what God did? What? Send me another fact. Wow. Wow. Let me pause you because you said a lot and it's a lot of gems or what we call on elevated podcast mic drop moments. And so guys, when you're hearing something that really even connects to your story, or maybe um, Mr. Fonz's story ignites you in a different way, like you should put that in the comment section because it can encourage somebody as well as they're reading and hearing what's going on. But if I go back from the area from you said from entrepreneurship, if I'm hearing you correctly, mm -hmm. you said there there was a level there where I would assume there you you've been successful in business right you know so finances are are flowing influence different things like that you know but whatever was hitting your heart and your mind a transition where you said look that didn't even mean as much or anything anymore like what was that an easy or a hard transition i mean you've been an entrepreneur and still entrepreneurial to this mm -hmm. day with what you do so like Take me through a little bit of like that transition. Was it easy? All right, good. I'm I'm going. Let me go to the next thing. Like, what was that mindset? What was that? Once I, once I made up my mind, it wasn't hard. But to get to that point was semi hard. But I had a little help too. Where I was renting from. Okay. They wanted to jack the price all the way up like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, my 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 clients they decided they'd rather be on drugs and get dressed. Okay. You know what I mean? So all these things came into play, and I'm like. Why go through this? And here's another calling right here. Uh, do you want to struggle with this? Yeah. Or do you just want to let it go and and go or go 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 all in on it? So it was like a door shutting and another one opening exactly. right before your eyes, and you right. just had to pay attention to. And it was right on time okay. too. Okay. Okay. Man, uh, did you, did you 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 came to a, a, my retirement party that I had in there, right? Or did you? No. Okay, I had a retirement party inside of uh, Footstop, Footstop. <laughs> February the thirteenth. Mm -hmm. I had the boys in the band that I used to sing. No, with. I did stop through. I was there, right? We got pictures with that. Yes. Yeah. As y'all know, beautiful is in the background. Lenisha's in the background. <laughs> so yeah. I had the boys in the band yeah. come up. Yeah. After that, I dropped the keys and I'm out. Wow. 
We ate some chicken. Yeah. And they didn't bring all the food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we had Jeffrey there. <laughs> Yeah. Playing. Yes. Yeah. Had a good time. On the guitar. Yeah, on the guitar. Yes. And, and then we and then we we bounced. Yes, sir. And then that was my move to the next phase of my life. <laughs> Man, and this this is way better than selling Jordans. Wow. Way better. Way better. Wow. I have never felt so fulfilled. Man, God. The pastor, Pastor Dan always told me, he said, Fonz, you opening up that sneaker store was so you could get to do what you're doing, doing now. Right now. You know everybody. Gosh. People know your spirit, and yeah, you learn how to start becoming a fighter. And now, and now, if if I decide to have something, God has blessed me to such an extent because of all the different platforms mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. jobs and all that stuff. If I decide to have something, I have people Show up. that will invest in in my vision. Mm -hmm. Be, and, and it's it's like anything, man. People see your heart. You know what I mean? Not so much about what you say, but what you do. do. Okay. And when people see that, they are they are more than willing to invest in your vision and your dream, man. Mm -hmm. And you don't know who that may be, yes, sir. but they are out there waiting. Wow. They're waiting for somebody with a gold, dream, and vision because we all have different lanes. Wow. We all have different lanes. Wow. This guy may have the resources, the knowledge, and the money, yes, sir. but he doesn't have the courage or the inclination to want to stand in front of people and say what he wants to feel. But when he, but when the Lord puts them together, bam, wow. it's a marriage that you just can't, you can't lose. Wow. You can't, man, I got people, look, man, people give me five, six thousand dollars and all that. Here, you want to <laughs> give out scholarships? <laughs> Here's five grand. Yeah. Here's 10 grand. Yeah. You know me? Uh, and you know good and well, before <laughs> I came to Coastville in 1988, I couldn't get 50 cents to get a hit. And now people giving me money. Uh, the county gave us what five hundred thousand to help people with yeah. their homes. Yeah. Then four hundred thousand in this. I don't be in this realm mm. if I'm still selling sneakers. Yeah. Now wow. I may be I may be putting money in my pocket, which I wasted because I wasted millions, and I've helped some people, uh, giving them uh, discounts, this yeah. and that, this and that. But did you really impact somebody's life? You know what I mean? Wow, wow, that's 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 wow, wow. Wow. I'm telling you. And, and, and the funny part is, mm -hmm. with all all the money I gave away, because I helped everybody with, with shoes. Mm -hmm. You know how we did. Yes. You know, people come 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 there. They don't have no shoes to go back to school. We just basically yeah. we basically give them stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that all the money you got? I right, give it here. Get out of here. And only two people. And I think about the leopard yeah. who was healed, mm -hmm. and only one came back. I said thank you. Yeah. Only one came back. Well, in my case, with all the. Uh, millions and millions, only two came back. Mm -hmm. Richard mm -hmm. and Jeffrey Washington, mm -hmm. his present wife, because I did something for her maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, she came back to Coastville. They got married, and she remembered something that I didn't even know that, that I did. She said, Fonz, I'll never forget you because 10 years ago when I needed this, you gave me this, bam, 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 bam. I was like, wow. Only two. Wow. But uh, yeah, that's how that thing works. Wow. Well, thank you mm -hmm. for all that you've poured out, mm -hmm. um, and and for us. And so we we do. I mean, we we celebrate. We see it. Um, we didn't always understand, mm -hmm. but we're grateful for. I'm grateful mm -hmm. for for who you are and and what you stand mm -hmm. for. I like to speak to the fighter part as well. Oh boy. No, because, like, let's just be real. Like it's. Not everybody has it the way you have it, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, but 
a lot of us may not understand even where that came from or why it is the way that it is. Mm -hmm. So why do you feel like you fight so hard? Where does Get ready for Elevation Ships, where we go live with couples who are going after their it, their inner tugging. What's good, fam? I'm Christian, and this is the moment you all have been waiting for. My beautiful wife, Lanisha, is joining me for co-host for Elevation Ships. Come on, somebody. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description. Where did that come from? To whom much is given, much is required. Okay. There's a fight to, to there's a fight out there, and my motto and my nonprofit's motto, and this is what this is what my nonprofit was birthed on. What's your name of your nonprofit for us to know? Movement Community Development Corporation. We call it MCDC. MCDC. And I founded it in 2017. I came to the conclusion that when I see a problem, it's no longer important whose fault it is. How, who dropped the ball? It's fine. What can you do to rectify what you see as a problem? Mm -hmm. How do you go? And that's that's where the thing with the pool started. Mm -hmm. That's when I first opened up. And that was the purpose, to try and get enough money to open up that pool. I think it was like $300,000 I needed at that time. And I think in the bank I had about $20, $25. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, uh, and we started it. One of the county commissioners that we have right now was in the movement in the very beginning. And uh, he wrote our bylaws. And I realized there was a fight because I heard a young kid over there say, mm -hmm. man, I wish we had a pool. Mm -hmm. And me with my dumb self, I think I can just do anything with God's grace, right? <laughs> I'm going to open a pool. Wow. You know what I mean? I took some hits for that. Mm -hmm. I took some hits. People, people don't really know because, you know, we sold some T-shirts mm -hmm. and it's like, Man, we invested in the pool. Where's the pool? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, $300,000. Uh, Y'all are in the t-shirt business. You know how much profit you make off of a t-shirt, right? <laughs> how many t-shirts you got to sell to get 300 yeah. and some odd thousand mm -hmm. dollars clear? Mm -hmm. So we, we took the money and, and, and gave it to the county. Mm -hmm. Also gave them a $200,000 grant that I received for the pool. Mm -hmm. You see, if I never come up with the idea about saying, all right, I'm going to get you a pool. I don't get $200,000. In fact, I didn't even know anybody in politics that could give me a grant Four. like that. Wow. And Senator Denneman gave me a hundred, I think it was 50,000 one time, a hundred thousand the next time. And the last time I was at the block party where I kissed him on his cheek, mm -hmm. he gave us another 50,000. Wow. And so now I see, and, and I see when a fight jumps off, I believe that the, it's in my favor that I'm going to win. Mm. Basically because of the school district, mm -hmm. not knowing how to do stuff, sticking and staying, believing, having faith. Yes, sir. Even when it was shaking, I didn't quit uh, 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 until the day that they had the Enough is Enough rally, uh -huh. which I, I I started. I thought I was Malcolm X, too. <laughs> hey, hey, can I can I just share a quick story? Sure. You know, in the Malcolm X picture, when the guy got beat up and they always had the police station mm -hmm. and uh, outside, outside in front of the police station and Denzel Washington wanted them to to, to see brother, whatever his mm -hmm. name is. And they gave him a whole lot of static. Well, at the very end, uh, Denzel Washington did this and did that mm -hmm. and everybody marched. 
Well, I wasn't allowed on the school district property, but I created a tape. I put it in the back of my car. I had my son-in-law, because I already started the rally. Mm -hmm. I already advertised it. At 6.30, I want teachers, students, community, everybody in front of that school district board meeting. Mm -hmm. And at 6.30, they knew I couldn't come on there. I'm going to give you a message. And at the end of that message, go into that school district. At 6.30, I had Michelangelo pull up in my Jeep, popped up the trunk. Dre Money gave me a big speaker. Mm -hmm. He showed me how to plug uh, the tape in there. I had Michelangelo do that. And at 6.30 sharp, they played a message that I gave to the whole community. Wow. The teachers, everybody. And then I said, okay, let's roll. They went in there, signs, all that. It was all in the newspapers. Mm -hmm. And subsequently, maybe about two or three weeks later, she was gone. Mm. She was gone. Wow. So God can move even when you ain't on the scene. Wow. Those mountains. <laughs> I wasn't even on the set. And, and it sounds like, too, if I hear you, like, <clears throat> it starts with vision. Because you're like, you you had vision. The little kid had vision to see a pool. Like, mm. all these visions. The scripture even talks about that. Without vision, the people perish, pertaining to that. So I love to hear that, too, because it's saying it's vision. And then also you're saying it's not necessarily easy. But as you're continuing to move forward, like, God drops what you need right there. You just have to have a commitment to move forward to kind of come from there. So maybe you're listening or watching and you're hearing that and you're feeling like, yeah, I do have that inner tug. I do have something I need to speak to. I need to do, I need to move forward. And maybe I haven't moved forward because I feel like I don't know where the money is or I don't know who's going to support me. If you're hearing what uh, Mr. Fonz is sharing as well, is like, take the step Mm -hmm. and trust the process. Y'all know how I feel about that phrase that Lanisha always says, trust the process, uh -huh. because God's going to go ahead and align those things. And I guess it's not, if I'm hearing you right, it's not about that we have to figure out all the hows and all the what. I mean, just to figure out, like, I'm going to take a step and, and keep stepping. Is that good? You, you got to believe, and where your help comes from ain't none of your business. Wow. <laughs> My <laughs> wow. where the hell's coming from ain't none of your business. You ain't gonna be able to figure it out anyway. <sighs> because all the help I got came from people I had no idea existed. Wow. You gotta believe. Oh, this it could be a you gotta believe. The believe I believe will cover the word faith. If you believe that you can do it, step out and do it. And you know that phrase. Step out on the first step if you can't see the whole staircase. Mm. Am I correct? Just do that, man. Leave everything up uh, else up to God, because that's that's the only way anything I've ever done positive has been through God's grace, yeah. vision, and inspiration. Wow. Because I ain't that smart. I ain't no. smart enough to, have to figure this thing out. Wow. 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 Well, can you speak to my generation, the emerging leaders that is coming up? Like, what what would you say to us? You've seen, you are looking, you're watching, you're seeing people develop. There's younger voices that are coming up. Um, what words of encouragement or instruction or what would you tell my generation that's watching and, 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 and paying attention right now? I like what you said. First of all, your voice matters. Okay. Your heart and your dreams and goals matter. Our biggest problem is that we have self-limiting beliefs in ourselves where we say we can't before we even start. If you kind of like to stop that, and start grabbing hold to uh, look around you. What does the community need? Mm. What do they need? And take it upon yourself to say, I can be the answer. Mm. You don't have to know nothing else. Where do you start? You start right here and now at the beginning with what you think, feel, and know. 
And through prayer, God's grace, I'm telling you, and if you don't quit, the answers are going to come. If you don't quit, answers have to come. Mm. It has to come. Man, take, look, Footstop. I never opened up a sneaker franchise. I got I got a loan, uh, the loan pool. Coach had a loan pool back in 1992, 1993. I just got out of jail. I just finished a 20-year drug addict. Wow. How, how is nine banks going to lend me $136,500 to open up a sneaker store? Hmm. That don't even make sense. I didn't right. even have a debit card. <laughs> I didn't even know my credit score. I never even got into it. I was 38 years old. I, I never thought about a credit score. I was a drug addict. Yes, sir. I don't... I don't know what my credit score was then when they lent me the money. I didn't ask. I didn't care. Wow. But what I did do was a vision that I had, because that was on that that letter that Les Brown and that guy <laughs> found. I wanted to own a franchise, not a sneaker franchise, but a franchise. franchise okay. And when the when the opportunity came, I believed, I did the, I followed the instructions. I prayed and I kept right on rolling. Every time they asked me to do something, nine banks, nine banks wanted nine different types of things for them to feel good about lending me money. money. Wow. You know what I mean? It ain't like you just did one application, mm -hmm. you know, from Citadel. No. Da and Downingtown Banks was involved in it. <laughs> and you know how they feel about Coastal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, Sneaker Den didn't want me to open up a sneakers mm -hmm. <laughs> a sneaker store. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. You're good. So, mm -hmm. but you, if you believe yeah. and don't quit, who knows what can happen? Wow. Believe and don't quit. Wow. I have to fully admit, like, and I think, Lanisha, you would jump in on that. It's a lot of things that we had started, right? But we didn't get the traction that we wanted, <clears throat> mm -hmm. that we thought. Right. And we, and we just, we just, we just quit. It's like we're gonna move it. As a matter of fact, I think my generation is one of the generations where you look at our resumes, like we got nine, 10, 11 jobs when your generation, my mom's generation, so forth, they've stayed with one job for 40 years, retire and come from there, That's right? That's crazy. <clears throat> so I think there's even something too, and it's a prayer that I have in my heart too, like where the older, the scripture talks about the older pouring into the younger, younger, kind of older, like where that thing is starting to reconnect because there's a level of wisdom that I think your generation has for endurance mm -hmm. that we didn't necessarily get. And even hearing that area, I think for me, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, it was like, okay, it should manifest by now. This should mm -hmm. happen by now. And I look back and I'm like, man, if we would have stuck with this, what would have happened? Or if I would have did this, what would have happened or whatever? I just, I just quit. I just quit. So even hearing you saying that, when we were praying, like even about this year, the one of the things, even with this podcast, I was like, I did podcasting eight years ago, me and Lanisha, mm -hmm. podcast, eight years ago, people weren't doing podcasting. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we were like those uh, people in the, in the area who did marriage ministry, it wasn't marriage ministry, things that hit our mind, it wasn't a lot of people doing it, but we would start doing it. And then we see other people doing whatever, and then we would just stop. I know. I've been following y'all well, for 100 years. Right. How many businesses? How I many? You done sold me candles. Sold you know I mean, uh, just everything. everything. And we just stopped. But this thing is what I'm saying. Like, it, this here is what you're talking about. Like, I felt like sometimes I had to come out the pulpit, so to speak, to, to this becomes now the, the area of the conversation. We always say, like, being the microphone stand for those with the microphone. Mm -hmm. You have a platform. You have a voice. You have different things. But this is a different way of sharing, like, I have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. So that's that part of me even saying like Christian, continue to be consistent, continue to not give up and not look at what the world is saying as just success, right? 
Now that I have a million followers or a million this or a million that, because like you said, one conversation can take this or anything else to a different level. So if no, I know everybody's getting value, but personally, I'm telling uh, you, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. And, and I thank you for saying that because I'm like, well, maybe I just would have, I, I, maybe I just gave up too quick. Well, it appears that you went full circle because you're back. Yes, sir. You're back, mm -hmm. and in the, in the, in the area of, in the, in the area of ministry, when you say get out the pulpit, if your ministry doesn't have any social implications, then what do you really have? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So by you interviewing people, and just by people on your podcast, mm -hmm. hearing the name Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. uh, how He has worked, and normal people, because we're all well, actually we're abnormal, we're crazy, <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Your this may impact somebody unbeknownst to you yes, sir. that could change the world. Wow. You see what I'm saying? This you're now a vehicle. Wow. You know what I mean? Uh you are you're not a reservoir, you're more of a conduit. Wow. Stuff is going to be flowing through you. Wow. It ain't for you to hold up and store up or whatever, mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Anyway, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Well, God wants you to keep your your keep. Mm -hmm. And and you bounce from all those things to get you to where you're supposed to be. Wow. If you want to do it in a secular world, huh, millionaires and billionaires have started six and seven businesses before they hit hit the mother load and finally got it right. Mm -hmm. If you want to go that you know, that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. So you're really right on track. Wow. The the deal of this is when you say you quit or whatever, whatever, it's important to fail and fail as quickly as you can. Wow. Mic drop. It's really important to fail and fail as fast as you can, because the faster you fail, the quicker you get to where you wanted to go. Ooh. Fail quickly. You smell what I'm cooking? Yes. Wow. Lanisha, you smell what I'm cooking? Yes, sir. That's the deal. That's why you, you should keep doing what you're doing. Yes, sir. Forget what people say, oh, man, they always trying something. They ain't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And don't you internalize something that didn't work as a failure. Thank you. Sometimes it's just a stepping stone. Wow. They're getting you to where you're supposed to be from the door. Wow. I don't know. But you say you've been podcasting eight years ago. Yeah. Before, before anybody's doing it. Yeah. You're back. <laughs> yes, sir. Now. You can quit if you like, or you can no. take this as a sign. <laughs> you can take this as a sign and say, Lord, thank you. Like the prodigal son. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's You're living the dream. Y'all guys are living the dream. Thank you. Yeah. You yeah. are living the dream, man. Wow. Yeah. Keep your dreams alive. Keep your vision alive. And you take it very seriously. Because look at this. Look at this setup. Mm. I was wondering where you were at <laughs> when I look at it. I'm like, are they up the street? I'm seeing this and I'm seeing these different camera angles. Yeah. Because you take what you do seriously. Hmm. God can bless that as long as you don't quit. Because okay. one day this is going to be boom if that's what you want. Yes, sir. Wow. It can be that. Thank you. Thank you. I received that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Come um, on, let's talk, man. You got me started. No, no, that's it's good. It's good. I really appreciate it. Um, look, it's been so good that I haven't stopped and told people to like, follow, or subscribe. Man, they get stable. It'd be all right. They'd be all right. They're going to like it if they like it. Subscribe. Like somebody, yeah, they'd be all right. This is good. Share it with people, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I love this. This is this is really good. And like I said, I guess I'm getting I'm getting some free coaching right now uh, from, from here for what you're what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, I guess one thing I want to say, too, is the area of just even speaking up, like from your perspective, why is it important for 
us to, to start speaking up and speaking out? Because first of all, if not us, who? If not us, who? And if not now, when? Hmm. Hmm. Now, if you're walking around with blinders and everything is hunky-dory and everything is good, then by all means, don't say nothing. Just, just keep doing what you do. But if you see something that needs to be dealt with, you have a responsibility to try and rectify it and make it right. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just individual, giving somebody a crust of bread. If you see somebody hungry, hand them something to eat. Mm-hmm. We all have a responsibility. That's the thing. So to what level we feel like we need to do this, that's on the individual. Uh, I talked to Pastor Feathers, mm-hmm. Scott Feathers, mm-hmm. up there at Gateway. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the pastors at the... Uh, Y'all didn't come to the, the march, did you? Yes. You did? Okay, my mom. You good. Uh, I interviewed them all, and, and there's always a thing about, well, how can we get the community together, and how can we get all the churches together, and on and on and on and on. And on. I always hear that. And I asked them that on, uh, I just started calling my thing a podcast. Mm-hmm. I had some sort of uh, negative connotation that I would be trying to make my thing something that it ain't. Mm. I just wanted to call it City Town Talk. But I can call it a podcast, Absolutely. even though it's in my kitchen and I ain't got all this beautiful stuff. So anyway, anyway. So, can you tell the people what that is after you flow? Because I want people to follow that and where you and follow you on the City Town. Oh, as well. oh yeah. Okay. I yeah. certainly will. I certainly will. Yeah, okay. yeah, but I ain't worried about, Mr. Them, about that. Yeah. Scott Scott the Pastor 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 Pastor. Yeah. So when I asked him that question, he said, if each person in this community just invite one person into their house or do something nice for that person. Then the whole community will have came together. See, because you know what I was thinking about community coming together. What? Let's get a big old stadium, put all the churches in and let's try and figure out how to do some stuff together. Mm-hmm. You know, good and well, ain't nothing ever going to get done like that. Right. Which is why this is which, why MCDC mm-hmm. is a standalone thing. It's not a church-oriented group. Because okay. first of all, I don't need no red tape because I ain't a red tape kind of guy. Mm-hmm. When we've seen that we need a kids, we should give kids scholarship money. Scholarship. We, we we went on the grind and started hustling. I didn't have to ask no pastor. I didn't ask no digger. I didn't ask nobody's parents mm-hmm. or something. Our crew just started doing what we do. Uh, when we wanted to rehabilitate houses, and had no red tape, none of that stuff. And, but that's the beauty of a small group, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and as opposed and red tape is good. I'm not, not knocking it, but but that's the deal on that. But yeah, that's how a community comes together by loving up on our neighbor or mm-hmm. somebody. You don't need to all say, okay, at ten o'clock, we're all going to get together. We're going to solve crime, or we're going to solve. You know what I mean? So yeah. I like that. That's and that was good. good for me. That is good. So even speaking up and speaking out, like, because it's revealed to us. And if it's revealed to us, then we have a role and a responsibility to do something with that. No matter how small or large it is, if I'm hearing you correctly, mm-hmm. um, that's really, really that area. And it sounds like, too, everything that you have launched or felt compelled to do far as you're it, there's been a community or like-mindedness that you may or may have not even know existed until you spoke up about the thing, right? Because we, you know, those adversarial thoughts, well, you long, they start talking, you know, yeah. you just, you ain't this and this, all that, ain't nobody, whatever, whatever. And then you do something and now you start to realize, like you said, people you never knew or have, have never had a connection with is really, that's been their heart. Yeah, and see, and see the problem in the situation is everybody be waiting. Wow. <laughs> Too much weight. Wow. Too yeah. much waiting. Too much weight. Wow. Mm-hmm. But 
I understand because that's where the fear comes in. Mm-hmm. Fear of failure, fear that fear that somebody will laugh at them, yeah. fear of this and this, this, this. Yeah. So all it takes is one or two mm-hmm. to be able to galvanize. And the the more you galvanize, the more confidence you get. Yeah, but you gotta be humble and you gotta make sure that you understand that it all comes from God, right? right? But uh and once you gain more confidence, it makes you step out. It makes you wanna do more and be more. Mm-hmm. And you start getting addicted to helping people. You get mm-hmm. strung out like a research monkey. Wow. Who can I help today? You know what I mean? I'm you know, that's why I can't sleep. I'm running around looking for people I can help. Shoot, what? <laughs> You know, and my body's starting to break down a little bit. So, you know what God did? He said, your computer is going to be your leg. Mm-hmm. Now that you have been around for 100 years, sneaker stores, uh, marches, and all this stuff, now you can move mountains through my grace, mm-hmm. through your keyboard, and organize people that's more than willing to do what you say you want done. Yes, sir. And that's what's happening. Wow. That's what's happening. Wow. Now, it, it's work involved, like you do. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows I'm on Facebook too much for them. <laughs> I know that. They see my posts all day, every day, always something. Mm-hmm. And now it's a bulletin board. Wow. Because every church, because I give them all permission, go ahead and put your stuff on my page. Wow. Because you're advocating for something that's good. Mm. You don't need my permission. I ain't got to look <laughs> at it. And, and you know, like when you're an admin to a page, you guys got to go through you and check it off. No. Uh, and I just had 24 pastors on. I said, all of y'all use my page. Because that's my purpose now. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yeah. City Town Talk is good. But no, that's the bulletin board. Most people know a lot of people follow me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And not everybody likes me. Everybody's waiting waiting for me to mess up. But they're welcome to the page, too, so you can see some positive stuff. And guess what? As God moves in our lives, they start dropping off by the wayside like scales off of uh, Paul's eyes. Wow. Wow. So you became the voice. Now you're even providing a platform for other people to share <laughs> their voice. The- so now it's, 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 it's continuing to, to develop and, and, and unfold. It's better than selling Jordans. And see, see, and then, and then it multiplies. Yeah. It multiplies. Wow. You know what I mean? Those who hate it at one time can see through God's grace that that was crazy. It's love in there. Yeah. So somebody has been moved. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they don't have to say I was wrong. And although one person came to church who has, who's disliked me for 20 years and he came to church one day, a person I never thought would do this. And he came up to me while I was in the choir stand saying and apologized and hugged me and said, man, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to cry. That. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I think I was tearing up. Yes, sir. And that was out without me seeking uh, a, a restoration from that person. Although I always, whenever I seen him, I was always like, hey, how you doing? You know, mm-hmm. trying to love up on him and stuff like that. That's how God worked, man. Wow. <clears throat> man, thank you. It's dumb, ain't it? No, I, like, <laughs> I thank you. This is so good. Like, And I know you're not doing this for this, but I am, I'm going to ask you guys, like this this conversation um, and the, the gems and the mic drops that um, Mr. Fines has uh, shared, um, if we sit with this and replay this, like 
you can really see the area of that journey. Um, he hits things far as like fear and, and we l learned a little bit about his story and his, the reason of the compelling of being able to identify him, even seeing the unseen or being a voice for those who doesn't ne necessarily have a voice in the area of that activist and coming from that area, looking at everything working together for good, right? Listening to a story, even hitting that, letting us all know like every part, like it's like puzzle pieces. Like God gives us all puzzle pieces. We don't know the full picture, but everybody has a puzzle piece, lays that thing down and now we got a beautiful picture. And so um, hopefully you're, and prayerfully you've been listening and hearing something that not only is going to, uh, encourage you, but at a place to let you know, like, we can deal with the tough stuff. Look, and through love, uh -huh. like, and through respect. And it don't have to be fussing somebody out, cussing them out or doing those things, standing for what it is that you believe in and being connected with those. So again, thank you for sharing your heart, your time, your talent, um, your treasures with us. And I actually want you to leave us with a thought that we can just take throughout the week, something that we can take process. Whatever's in your heart and mind don't have to be on topic or off topic. Just something that Elevation Nation that we can take with us throughout the rest of this week to meditate and process on. Okay, before and before I do that, I want to go ahead and do a public service announcement. Sure. Uh, MCDC, we are having our financial literacy classes will be starting February the 3rd, okay. 10th and the 17th. It's for 9th to 12th graders. Uh, we're in collaboration with TD Bank and the city of Coatesville. It will be held at City Hall on Saturday, 10, 15 to 1 p.m. We will supply the food. We will supply the supplies. So we encourage you to go to our website and sign up. It's limited seating, man. I'm telling you, just the free food going to bring them out. Mm -hmm. Now, you add some financial literacy in here, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be standing room only. Wow. <clears throat> you can give me a site or something so we can put something out there for the people? Sure, if, sure, Anything sure. else as far as social platforms, anything you want to share that we can now, follow? We're working on our scholarships, so get ready to do y'all's. Uh, what is it that they do we ask them to do? It ain't much, 300, 300 page essay or okay, something. Okay. Get ready, because we're going to do it again in July. Last July. We gave away almost twenty thousand dollars. Wow! We had the adult prom. Your mom and your dad—they mm -hmm. danced like it was nineteen ninety-nine. <laughs> man, I'm like, man, you don't sit down with your sweat and stuff. Y'all have dark, y'all dark and sweat. Come on, sit on down, down, man. Y'all watch. All right, y'all know, right? Don't get in trouble. That was nice, man. Uh, yeah, hey, look, and we got the video too, man. So that was a great time. Yeah, and it's it's good that we uh that we find different ways, uh, hopefully to, uh, for us to enjoy ourselves and still help those around us. And, and trust me, mm -hmm. we start from zero, from zero. And we gave away $20,000, not to mention a band that, that came from out of the state, mm. uh, the food country club, mm. and we spent about $40,000 wow. from zero, mm -hmm. zero. Wow. Ticket sales and, and God just putting people in my life. I opened up my mailbox one day and there was a check for $5,000 for MCDC from a company I never heard of. Mm. It said, you can spend this on whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And, and it was, it was a grant. Most grants go to something specific. No red tape. Yeah. Yeah. No red tape. <laughs> like, like whatever you want to spend it on. They trust you. Value you. Wow. Okay, so now if I had to give something inspiration, now I'm gonna tell you the truth. I didn't really practice this because I'm a last minute fill in. Uh, 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 he didn't say that. Did he? he no, uh, keep it in there. Keep it in there. I'm gonna show you how God can work even in a spur of the moment. Let me tell y'all, 
for those of you who are listening out there, I want you to start believing that you can be more than you even think that you can be, man. Don't sell yourself short. Believe in your dream, your goal. Write it down. All that, oh, I got a dream, but you don't never put it down on paper. Forget that. Hmm. Get your dream. Get your goal. Get your vision. Write it down. Believe. And just, just take this thing one step at a time. If you don't know how to start, find somebody who's doing what you want to do and ask them. Google it. YouTube it. Do something. And then just do it, man. That's the Nike thing. Just do it. <laughs> That's all I got, man. I ain't that deep. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Elevation Nation, we will see you next week. Please, uh, we'll put the social tags there to follow Mr. Fonz on social media. Please um, look at the, the the things that he has offering. Um, anytime he opens his mouth, you need to be listening and hear some of that wisdom that's dropping. So thank you guys. Thank you again for your time. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. The pleasure was all yours. Can't take it.